You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Thursday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room. He's cheating on me by going to a Counting Crows show, and even the lead singer of that band said it was pretty low. That's right. Eddie. (laughs) I was talking to a friend the other day, and they were telling me that their kid's school has this rule where you can't trade lunches. So, like, if you send your kid with a lunch, they can't trade it with another student. How do they enforce that? The whoever's watching the cafeteria is like, ah, 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 you can't trade that. Why? I don't know. How weird is that? I think um, allergies or if the kid that's were to get sick for some, from something Ooh. and you don't know what's in it. And like, each yeah, that's good. Parents. Like, okay, were you going to go on a woke culture? Well, I was going to say that. But that, that makes sense, though. The, the allergy part thing. of lunch, you know, like, I don't want my apple. You want to trade for that uh, Twix bar? Yeah, here you go. You about to go hashtag go woke, woke bro. culture, yeah, man. Yeah, Getting yeah, us yeah, again. Yeah, no, it's allergies, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, around the room, be careful if you're at a beach location. He'll come up to you for a sunscreen protection foundation. Here he is, Lunchbox. Customer service in this society has just gone to crap. And I'm going to tell you why. Because my son's birthday party was Saturday, and we ordered a cake like a week in advance and said, pick up time, 8 a.m. Cool. I show up at 8.25 a.m. to pick up the cake. And I say, yeah, last name Gibble. And they say, oh, it'll be another 25 to 30 minutes before that cake's ready. Excuse me? Okay, cool. So I have to sit around the store for 25 to 30 minutes, and then I am not even offered a discount. I have to pay full price for this cake that is an hour late. And so I don't get home until 9.05, and the party starts at 9 a.m. 
I'm late to my own kid's birthday party because the cake wasn't ready and they don't even offer a discount. What is up with customer service? Hmm. How do you put in a cake for 8 a.m. and it ain't ready till 9? When you order it. But you ordered a week in advance? Don't they make them the day before? Like, what are we doing here, people? Are you asking us, or is this just like a hypothetical? A little bit of both. Do you want to answer? I, I, mean, customer, I don't know the answer to any of the cake questions you're asking. I but customer know. service has gone to crap. Like, yeah. usually if that happens, they would be like, In oh, my gosh, let me make sure. that right. I am so sorry. I think it just they were just the like, oh, here you go. No apology, no nothing, no, yeah. hey, here's, I'm you know, half-price cake. Take it for free, All anything. Day, man. I can't believe that. Yeah, you would think. You. I mean, I don't think customer service is... It's gone Dead. to crap. No, I think oh, maybe you just had a bad experience. Society's gone to crap, fast me. Yeah. And they probably wanted a tip, didn't they? Probably. <laughs> probably, yep. They probably had a, oh, why didn't you tip me for making my cake? Well, you made it an hour late. They said that? That's what I just said, yeah. They oh. probably did. Yeah. I didn't hear them because I was so mad. Where's my discount? How'd you retaliate? I took the cake and left. Yeah, you showed them. Well, I had to get a cake. I mean, what am I going to do? Just leave the cake and not have a cake yeah. for the birthday? You didn't say, do I get our discount? I said, is this it? Oh, yeah, just take it to the cashier. Is this it? You didn't say, do I get a discount? I said, where's my money off? No, you didn't say <laughs> you that. You just made that up. Oh, All right, no. moving on. <laughs> the guys on the show say she's the worst at driving, but if you ask her when she's in the car, she is thriving. Here she is, Amy. So Scuba Steve hits us up with a request for partnerships with businesses, spots, commercials, you endorse, voice, whatever. Well, they were asking particularly if I would share my experience with any symptoms of menopause. And that if I was then, open did you, did to you doing already it. Say you're, I don't know how to ask this question. Did you already give them? No, they were just, they, I <laughs> guess. flashes, right, Amy? Right. Oh, boy. Which I have been told. But I mean, you didn't say I'm, I'm ready. I, I, par, I'm perimenopausal. It's what happens pre? right before. Peri? Peri? Perimenopausal? Oh, pre? I think maybe they say either pre, <laughs> there's premenopause, but then there's something called perimenopausal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Somebody look it up. Uh, I'm going to so, not like that. I'm not the guy. <laughs> so it's just, you know, I've, I've had a few emails over the years where it just like right when you open it up, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm that I'm that per person on the show. Because, I mean, there's me when it comes to women. There's there's Abby Morgan. There's other women. But it's like, oh, this one's got to send this one to Amy. So it's just this a time marches on, bachelor. which yeah. I'm fine oh, with man. it. If Once Doesn't I start like getting it. hot yeah, flashes. Sound, you, I'll, both of you sound like you're fine with your cake and your freaking... <laughs> Menopause. I'll talk about it because yeah. I don't want other women out there to feel alone. So far, my only symptoms have been a little crazy. <laughs> Not hot flushes. Weird laugh. It's just like uh, diabolical, even. Because yeah. sometimes like I a just... villain. Like, not even just a little crazy. Like, someone that's got a plan to kill Batman. Uh, like, that kind of laugh. Right. Yeah, okay. That's well, how, how it feels did you take sometimes. The, did you take the, the, the literature? Did you read about it? Are you going to do the endorsement? I don't know yet. I'll get you have with... to do, actually be with the, You have to actually use it to do the endorsement. But it says here, <laughs> Scuba Steve goes, I know a bit TMI. If you're not willing to do that, you could voice only, which means I don't have to endorse the product, but we'll see. TBD. TMI TBD. Okay, cool. <laughs> Raymundo, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, the cake sucked for his anniversary with his wife, but it's all good. He has a great life. Bobby Bob. Thank you very much. Right. Let me say this. Speaking of my great life, I've got a groin injury that I just cannot. It's like my hip flexor right into my groin, and I've had a guy work on it, and that was... It hurt a lot. It's a, it's a tough spot. It's also a very awkward spot because you got to get really in there. I took a Theragun to it last night. <gasps> Did you miss? <laughs> Did you miss the muscle? Oh, no. Oh, no. That was what I was going to say. Here's the thing. Oh. I didn't miss, really, but I kind of missed. And here's the thing about down there. You can't kind of miss. Yeah. It's I'm just a, such a... Oh, 
And my wife, they go, oh. I said, that there gun. She goes, yeah, of course it's going to hurt. I said, no. No, it hit something else. Oh, man. Dude, that's terrible. I'm hurting for you yeah, right now. It wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Oh. So, Amy, that pain is like, like no none other. other. Yeah, it's like none other. I know. There's no pain that even. Well, some women Like say, having a baby okay. is like a tenth of that. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't understand. Like what anything. I did basically last night was give birth to three babies at once. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, right. So I theragun my stuff. <laughs> Dang. As I try to heal myself. Does that injury. gun just like literally go back and forth? That ball goes back and forth? Mm-hmm. Stuff. You never used Theragun? Never. So, like, whenever y'all do that, you don't have to, like, go seek medical attention? Nah. Sometimes. Sometimes. It depends how tough you are. Really? Oh, really? Have yeah. you ever? How tough you really? are. Really? Because I'm like, because when you have a child, yeah. you're in a hospital. That's on you. Or you're at For home me. with a doctor or a midwife. Yeah, some people just have it in the bathtub. No big deal. We're no. <laughs> not called birth. No big deal. Yeah. MBD, man. They okay. do. Hey, MBD, TMI, uh, T- uh, yeah, TBD. Let's go. I've seen that. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been with my girlfriend for two years. It's time for us to get married. We've been talking about marriage and we're both ready to make the next step. I'm in my early 40s. It'll be my first marriage, but I was engaged previously. My ex-fiance and I have a seven-year-old son. We get along great. And now that I'm about to propose to my current girlfriend, I wanted to call her the old one and see if I can get the ring back that I proposed with to her. It was a really nice ring. I never asked for it back. I'm pretty sure she still has it. Is it okay to do? I was going to get it reset before proposing. <laughs> but do I also need to disclose where I got the ring? Signed, engagement take two. Dang, dang, this is tough. I'm just going to give you my answer real quick and then I'm going to let you guys give yours and you can explain But <laughs> yes, it's okay to make that call. What? That's crazy. Go ahead. I'll tell you why in a minute. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, no, you don't need to disclose where it came from because you're not going to get it back. Don't, don't, don't ask for it back. It's been seven years. That was something you gave to her. And then with this new relationship, let's just get a new ring. Got it. Eddie? New ring time. Look, like Lunchbox says, ring gone. Sorry. That was, I mean, what? There's, you have a seven-year-old child. Like, how long ago did he propose? That he never, he, if he didn't ask for the ring right away, that's gone. I felt that. Felt that. And and it's awkward. And then I you're going to tell that. your new fiance, like, all right, this I is not the old I ring. I couldn't feel that any more than I feel it. Man, that's good. No, you're going to disagree with it. No, it's just that you can always call and ask. I just wouldn't give that ring to her. I'd call, get it back if you can, and then sell it, and then have take money. Money ain't easy, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of awkward conversations. I don't about give that. a crap about awkward conversations when it comes to money. I'll have every awkward. You want to pay me? Let's have an awkward conversation. Okay. If I can call her and be like, hey, let's just say her name is Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette. Hey, it's Bobby here. I'm about to get engaged. You know her. You met her. She's awesome. She's awesome to our, our, you know, our son. And the ring. What did you ever do with that? Is there any way you would give that back to me? Because, you know, you never wear it. I don't even know where you put it. You will give it back to me? Okay, cool. But, but no, you no, have no. to be cool if she doesn't. You have to be like, yeah, okay, you I won't. agree. What, are you going to burn her house down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I agree. But just you like, can... expectations should be yeah. very low. Absolutely. But low. you can get it back. You're probably not going to get it back. Yeah. Well, but if, but you can ask. That's what she's that's always yeah. asking. Okay. Absolutely, you can ask, but you do not want to give her that same ring. That, that would be suicide. Disaster. That's disaster. Oof. Oof. Even if you reset it. No, Even no, if you no, disclose no. it. Like yeah. you may, we don't even make it to the altar. <laughs> so you get the ring back, then you sell it, and then you have some money to actually go get your ring. I say that because, again, it's money. It's not like everybody can just go to all these different buckets and pull whatever money out they want. Oh, I know, but, you know. That's... Even if you take the ring back and you split it with your ex, you go, hey, I know you're not wearing it, 
Okay. And maybe you didn't want to sell it because you thought, one, uh, who knows? So can we sell it, split the money because I don't want to buy a new ring? You can get a cheaper ring, like ruby and stuff, you know, like some people are doing that now, diamond or twine. Well, what you do is you just say, my, my great-grandma left this. I actually bought it at a pawn shop. My great-grandma left this and said, give this to your wife. <laughs> Great yeah. story. Hey, That'll prove, also hey, prove it didn't happen. Hey, prove it. Trouble? Proof? Great-grandma's not going to tell on me. She did. <laughs> She's gone. Well, maybe when she talks to some other family member. Unless she's uh. on a Ouija board talking to great-grandma, it ain't happening. <laughs> And they're like, oh my gosh, your ring. She's All like, well, the this is dead from too. y'all's great-grandma. Nah, <laughs> well, the whole family's oh, dead? Wow. Yep. <laughs> this got dark real fast. Yeah. Hey, if we're just making stuff up, let's make it up. Okay. Uh, you can ask for it back. If she says no, that's, you know, tough Smitty. But you can ask. And even if she's like, I don't know, say we'll split the money. Then I you mean, have yeah, some money that, to go buy a ring. That, that could work. That's what I say. All right. Thank you for that email. If you want to email us, we do accept emails 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Morgan, what do we have over there? What's the address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Abby is in studio, our phone screener, who's also going to come to Wichita and be one of the opening acts for my show coming up on the 11th and 12th of August. And so, pretty exciting. You just have to find a guitar player. Yes. And you're looking locally in the Wichita area? Uh-huh. I am. We have people here who have been very generous to offer their services. Yeah. Eddie did. Actually. I said, why not? I thought it was really nice. Wow. It's, it's a tough situation to be in, dude, when you're gonna, you've are gonna been offered a show, but you can't play guitar, so you need a player. So I said, hey, I, I'll do it for you, Abby. So why was it weird to you? Yeah, he said, I'll do it for you, which means he would kind of volunteer, right? He was like, so you're paying me 200 per I'm show. I'm paying you 200 per show. Uh, and at first he was like, I'll do it, but I want every, I want the entire fee. You want all the money? Well, you I told her I'd do it for 200 bucks. For, for both she, nights? She needs a guitar. For both nights half, or for? Yeah. No, no, a night. 200 no. You want her whole money for the, but then I figured that's a little selfish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then he went down. He's like, okay, 150. So I get 50. He gets 150. Hey, bakers can't be choosy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want something, you what? want something. Bakers, bakers can't be, be no, choosy. Bakers can't bakers be choosy. Choosers. Hey, you messed that up. Bakers, choosers. Guys, bakers can't be choosy. <laughs> no, I didn't say bakers. I said bakers. Bakers can't be. Okay, got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. but she, she needs a guitar player. The dude's stepping up. That's what I'm saying. Have you found anybody in Wichita to play guitar for you? I have not. I have a couple friends. Up that, there? Yes. And you're doing three ask. songs. Are you doing any originals? No. Yeah. I don't have any originals. What's the song that's yes. kind of right in your wheelhouse? I want to do, let's see. I wanted to do a chick song, either Cowboy Take Me Away or Wide Open Spaces. Ooh, I know those. Good. Okay. Yeah. On the There's... guitar. <laughs> okay. For a fee. <laughs> or I was thinking of um, Sugar Lamb, Baby Girl. Okay. That's then... a duo song. You need background vocals for that. It is. I don't think that. it is. Is it? Yeah. Christian Bush, man. <laughs> okay. And? Uh, one more. Oh, um, what was it? I have so many. Oh, that was a good one. Mm. That's a good one. I like those two selections, okay, though. Yeah, I'm still thinking. These chicks, do Sugarland. You just got to find a guitar player. Do you want to put this out there to anybody in Wichita that wants to play guitar for you to message you? Yeah, message me. What's your your Instagram name? Abby.Anderson1 underscore. Oh, my my gosh. That's too much. (laughs) I thought Uh, it was like phone girl Abby. No, I should probably change it, shouldn't I? Don't do phone girl, though. You're much more than that. But you were that, weren't you? No, I never was. Just oh, in your maybe. Mind. How about singing Abby? <laughs> That's how you see her. Abby, I thought Amy. you were singing Abby. Not in my mind. I'm singing Abby on Twitter. Oh. Should I change it? Abby.Anderson1 <laughs> underscore hashtag please. <laughs> oh hashtag my. Okay. Yeah, send just like a little video, you know, little video of you playing. Shirt so, on or off? What are you paying? Off. <laughs> Shirt? What? Yeah, um, <laughs> what are you paying? Oh, I don't even know what I should do. What should I do? 150. It's your no, show. No. I'm, I can't if, do If it's somebody local, pay like 50 bucks a show. Yeah, okay. 
I can do that. Okay. Yeah, because he also wanted me to pay for his flight. Well, also. how am I going to get there? I got to get there somehow. <laughs> so you wanted her to pay all her money and pay for your flight? <laughs> oh, how I bad just... How need a guitar? You went to the Lunchbox School of Business. <laughs> oh, I just assumed he was already going to be there. That's why he was volunteering. Mm-hmm. No. And nope. then who's going to pay for a hotel? You'll probably ask for that, too. Oh, that's no, true, No, you got to share a room, he said. I can, Bones, oh. I can stay with you. I'm from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no. Yeah. Okay, so you're looking for a guitar player in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My shows will be August 11th and 12th. The 12th show is already sold out, but if you want to come to the 11th one, there are still tickets left. Go to bobbybones.com. Abby will play. Carter Faith, and then Comedically Inspirational, my show. And you're, Abby's looking for a guitar player. I am. Yes. Any songs, Lunchbox, <laughs> you think she should do? Oh, man. What's in your range? Oh, um... I will always love love you by Whitney Houston. I mm-hmm. think you can hit that high note. Really you really well. wanted to chase it. Oh yeah, I want gosh. you to chase it. Go after it. Oh, great idea! Mm-hmm. Well, he, well, he's, he's setting me up. Yeah, he's, very what about he's setting me up right here. Something like feel. the crowd can really get into that's fun and they clap and yes, I, I like. A, I oh, I, I, do yes. Have, yes. I, I know. Do. I know. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> Short acapella? and sweet. If you don't get a guitar player, just come sing three songs a cappella. Yeah. Could I do that? I don't. How about a karaoke? I don't care if you want. Honestly, hey, I, honestly, you can do that if you want. I can. You don't need a player. If you want to get up and do a karaoke song, or like with music over the, hilarious. That'll and I'm save you money. It. And it would save you money. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, I could do that. So think about that too. Okay. Yeah, you okay. Can, oh my God. See, this is why you don't take her seriously. What? You have a chance to do something and you're going to make a joke of it and do karaoke. That's not a joke. Okay. People play with tracks all the time. Every major uh, okay. artist just about, just about plays with tracks at some point. Okay. All right, so Abby... This is going to be a girl. I love it. I can't wait for the Switch Talk See, show. See, he's all awesome. about it. So all about that's it. That's all that matters. I'm, and it's, I'm, I'm, I'm paying the bills here, Lunchbox. <sighs> it's crazy to me. It's not Are you paying for her flight? Good luck. Hey, what, we were negotiating over here. Of You're not paying her flight, he's right? paying for her flight. We're negotiating over here. Right? I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't think that. How, how's she going to get there? Oh, you have points. She has cars. <laughs> Not that far. You guys have all the answers. Good. You guys no, no, she has, this. Right. no, no, she does. She has cars. Abby. I do have cars that run. So, Abby, thank you. Hey, can I borrow a car? <laughs> it's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. Kit Joseph, who is on staff at the police department in Georgia, was at a pharmacy on her day off, and she noticed this elderly man on the phone over by the ATM frantically trying to get money out. Well, because she works at the police department, she knows scammers out there uh, target elderly people. And so she just goes up and starts asking him questions, and boom, the person on the other end of the line just hangs up. Which proves that they were a scammer and they were scared that the old man was answering questions about who he was talking to, what he was getting the money out for. Uh, he is a Vietnam War veteran, uh, obviously very fragile, and he had been told that someone in his family needed help with their medical bills and they needed to pay them ASAP, like a collections agency. It's crazy that other humans can do this. I know. And I get it because people are selfish. They rob, people rob, murder, everything. But just to be on a phone with somebody that's 85 years old. It's messed up. And you know all they have is what they have. And you want to take that from them by lying and saying, hey, somebody you love needs money. That That's messed up. Yeah. Like, they're like, you need to pay this debt. It's an out-of-state relative. Like, there was something. That's I, messed up. I, 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 what? Can we look at the positive? There's a big positive. Tell me something good. She saved him. Well, no, no. Well, yes, that. <laughs> But yes, look at it this angle. At least they're not taken from someone that's in their 40s because they have a long life to live 
They would be at least at least. I think the difference is, and I understand your point. It's but, dumb, right? No, no, yeah, no, no, the, no. It is because it's like it's okay to take from them because they'll die soon, right? So if they, they lose all their money, it's like ah. But they also you know, they don't have the few... ability to make more because they're not. Working. I understand. They also somebody older, their cognitive skills have declined. No, I get that. I'm just saying that's why it's. Like, if it's going to happen... You'd rather it happen when you're 85 and you have nothing? No. I, I think You have so. no chance to make anything. <laughs> I'd back down on that Yeah, I, I don't agree. <laughs> I, I, like, if we had to choose, I'd rather it happen to someone younger than yeah. this again, able. They're still out there fighting weight. Right. You know, but I can't even up. believe we're playing this game. We're not. I didn't want to play the game. <laughs> I did it. So, shout out Kit Joseph for her quick thinking. And, yeah, I mean, going up to a stranger to be like, who are you talking to? Yeah, at an ATM. Unless you're a police officer, I don't advise that. But that's good. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We have Leanne on the phone. Hey, Leanne, what's going on? Hey, Bobby, how are you? Doing pretty good. Where do you live? Um, I live in Bider, Texas. Okay, so you're going to pick Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie to play a game for you. And if they win, you win the prize. So which of these three would you like to represent you and name that famous company sound? Ooh, ooh, I know companies. Oh, me too. I'm part of a company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one would you like, Leanne? I think I want to go to Lunchbox. Okay, oh, that's man. a smart move. Oh, you win, she wins a $50 <laughs> Sonic gift card. If go. you lose, she gets nothing. That's fine. Ready? Here we go. Here is the example. Buzz in with your name. Go. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Chili's. That would be Chili's. That's correct. Nope. That's an example. example. Dang it. That's an example. We are halfway to Sonic. Halfway to Sonic. Correct. That's the name of my first album. Here we go. Seven sounds. Ready. Go. Company sounds. Go. You got mail. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. AOL. No, you're the only you, one playing Lunchbox. No, it's not. He said no, you had to ring in your name, you idiots. You guys are playing oh. too, idiots. I thought it was just him. Oh. Okay, we're sure? idiots. Amy, we're idiots. Hey, idiots. I, <laughs> I was just I sitting back. Now. I was like, well, I was wondering why he was the only one that yelled, but I mean, he also is fast. They all looked at me like I was yeah. like. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. All right. Yeah, he, wake up. He's got one. Okay. Halfway to Sonic. Halfway to Sonic, babe. All right. Number two, go. Hey. Amy. Uh, oh, you're AutoZone. So Incorrect. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Lunchbox, you're an idiot. It's Home Depot. Correct. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, idiot. Uh, oh, that is Home Depot. idiots the whole time. He endorses Home Depot. <laughs> no, I don't hear that. I don't hear that jingle. That's funny. That's well, funny. to be fair, hey, it does Lunchbox sound here. I don't know. Do something. you like wood? I like wood. <laughs> what? Yeah, I feel like is there a car one that's similar to this? Who knows? Here nope. we go. Nope. Next up, number three. Go. Meow meow. Eddie. Meow, 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 meow mix. Meow, meow. Correct. Eddie two, lunchbox one, Amy zero. See, I feel bad though. Leanne, if I win, Leanne's not gonna win anything. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. That's show you business, you. Stick it to her. All right, here we go. Next one up. What's up? Lunchbox. Budweiser. Correct. Boom! Eddie. What? Whoa, whoa, what's up? What's up? What's up? Idiot. What's idiot. up, idiot? idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Is that not Bud Light? <laughs> it's Budweiser. Okay. Uh, Next one, go. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Nokia. Wow. Correct. Oh, what's up, idiot? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what's up, idiot? Amy, you playing? What's up, yeah. idiot? Yeah. Yeah. I want her to win. Lunchbox up three. Okay. No. That's the worst. The worst is when you that do that. That is such an idiot statement. That's worse. Eddie just said, uh, so Eddie wasn't rude to me when he said, Amy, you playing? What, what is that? Yeah, but you're acting like no, you're he was asking a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he said, Amy, you playing. So then I made a joke. All right, next up. Whatever. Eddie. Eddie. Whatever. That's Apple. Incorrect. 
Farinha. Idiot. Is that microphone? It's Windows. Oh. All right, last one, oh, Eddie. Last one. Eddie, you need this Woo! to tie. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. You need in my this face. to tie. Here we go. Mm? Ow. Eddie? Eddie. Super Mario Brothers. I'll accept it. What? Nintendo? That's Nintendo. 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 I would have accepted the coin on Mario, Game Boy, or Nintendo. Wow. What? Hey, hey, we got a game, idiot. Let's wow. go. All right, here that we go. Nintendo, not Mario Brothers. That's okay. Nintendo. I like overtime. Amy, you sit this one out. Oh, you sat out the whole game. <laughs> hey, yeah, Amy, you're out. Yeah. All right, we have three sudden yeah, death. Here we on, go. On, Next on. one. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. A, B, C. Wow. No. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> No, it's not. Go ahead. I'm going to be... Eddie. 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 NBC. That's, right. that's, one. that's one. That's one. That's one. That's one. All right, here we go. You're Two. Eddie. Eddie. Old Spice. Correct. Yeah! Yeah! All right, and the last one's worth three points. Yeah! Three points. All right, here we go. Yeah! Last one's worth three points. Go. Lunchbox. Verizon. Incorrect. Let's go. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. T-Mobile. Uh -uh, but it doesn't matter. You want it. It's AT&T. Oh, wow. Man, I feel terrible. You should feel you terrible should. that you got that Mario Brothers. Well, it's... I mean, Eddie, you won. That's feel good to win. We'll get Leon to get Leon on again sometime. Okay. Lunch Smokes will get her on, and he can, uh, <laughs> he can play for her again another time. All right, Leon. We'll keep your number, Leon. Thank you for playing. We're sorry you didn't win. No, it's okay. Y'all have a good day. Right, you okay. got to turn around. I know we're halfway to Sonic, but go See home. Later. Go home. <laughs> yeah, turn around. Bye. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home, from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. 
And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Jordan Rogers. First of all, he won The Bachelorette way back in the day, 2016. And they're still together. They were married. Look at this. Congratulations. I mean, everybody knows. Uh, secondly, he has a show called The Big D. It airs Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on USA Network. It streams the next day on Peacock. And so it's a committed relationship show. He also was a quarterback at Vanderbilt. He was real good. He signed a contract with the Jags, the Bucks, the Dolphins, uh, NFL. There's a lot here. Let's talk to him now. Here he is, Jordan Rogers. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jordan Rogers. Jordan, do you sing at all? Oh, that's uh, like you sing well. No, I don't. I sing passionately. I like that. Like yeah. church would say, make a joyful noise. You do that, but I you feel don't like sing I can, well. I can sing like a good soundtrack. Really, like you give me Aladdin soundtrack, I'll nail it. But not the- you never wanted to be a country singer or any kind of singer at all. No, no. I ask that because he's an athlete. He's good looking. He's talented. All those guys end up coming over here. Oh yeah, like Sam. We could chase. They're all like super. That is true. I didn't get that. And I thought, maybe Jordan's going to come in and announce his country music career today. (laughs) No, look, I wanted to play drums in high school, so I got a drum set and I sucked. Never did it. No music at all. Well, you know, I was a, uh, I found my way in as a extra in an acapella group in Pitch Perfect 2. I saw that. So technically, if you want to say I have sung on a number one soundtrack on iTunes, I like to throw that one in there. He's got a number one record. Here he is. There There he is. Thank Thank you. you. I want to talk about your show, uh, The Big D, because... Very interesting because you're taking divorce couples <laughs> and putting them together. Yes. And then it's like it's like divorce couples, but also Temptation Island at the same time because they can also get with other people too. It's all the islands of reality TV mixed together. Yeah. How did they come to you about this show? So we got pitched the idea and our first reaction, me and Jojo, because at the time when we filmed, we were still engaged, about to get married. We're like, we're not divorced. We've never been divorced. <laughs> we're about to get married. Are you sure we're the right ones? Um And as we kind of dove into their plan for the show, because we've done a few reality shows, I actually was really attracted to the craziness of it. We're reality TV show junkies. We love them all. So the the train wreck of what you would expect when you move in a bunch of divorced couples into a villa. Um, But we have a relationship coach there. And really the focus is kind of on closing a chapter, a chapter, finding healing, dating again, getting to a place where you can have a healthy relationship with your ex or a place where you're like, wait, Maybe we ended this a little too soon. So we're the ones that are like, hey, this is a crazy TV show, but we fell in love on TV. I know it's weird, but it can work. So that was kind of how it happened. We're like, yeah, we'll do it. Like, 
and it's a really it was a really really fun show it's starting to get really good now we're about halfway through the season it's on peacock obviously streaming if you need to catch up it's on usa network every wednesday night but it's wild Wednesday nights at 9, so it was on last night, but you can also stream it on Peacock today. Uh, Amy's recently divorced. Any chance season oh. two? <laughs> like, why was I sitting here thinking, like, oh, I'm about to get called out for this? Well, no, it's Does that sound out. like the worst thing? Like, in your mind when you heard there's like, I would never do that. No, I mean, I instantly went to, okay, wow, what if some of these couples don't have access to a, a therapist or a coach yeah. and signing up for something like this? Are you the therapist on the like show? A, no, but okay. I will say a couple times I kind of had to be. <laughs> right, yeah, got like I'm not licensed. <laughs> like a Hail Mary for them, and they have tools and resources, but of course, drama as well. Uh, but season two for me, no. You're going to say no on that? Well, no, because you have to be almost <laughs> divorced, right? Or you're totally divorced. Totally divorced. No, legally oh, divorced. Back. Yes. So <laughs> but you but you're yeah. right. Like the interesting part was seeing some of these couples and we did the whole like they walked up on the beach to meet each other the first time, right? And did they know that they're gonna see their divorced? Person? I think so. Okay, yeah, I think they it. knew that they were doing the show. Um we get into it, some we add divorced couples because we bring singles in. They didn't know their ex was maybe going to come in. So the first group Yeah, that's knew. what I'm saying. Oh, got the it. second got it, got group it. did not know that their ex was going to show up. But what I love is a couple of the singles divorcees showed up and they were like, I want nothing to do with you. We're good, but like I'm single, I'm ready to date. And then you start to see that little bickering and they realize that, wait, 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 like why did we divorce? Like that wasn't that big of a deal. We just didn't know how to talk through this issue. Or one of the couples, one of my favorites, Devin and Alexa were divorced for years and their mom was really heavily involved too, probably too involved in their relationship. And they start to talk that through and realize we weren't really the issue. It was kind of the outside noise that got to our relationship and they're starting to figure out maybe it's not over yet. So you're saying that there's a chance that some people get back together. You're a yes. chance. There's a chance. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And they've been divorced for years. Years. Did some of them have kids? Yes. Wow. Amy. That's cool. You get some of your stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> half of it. Yeah. 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 Half. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I did lose half. Uh, so, um, you know, it makes me think too, like as a kid, I come from a divorced home and- What if your parents went on this show? I, well, yes. That would be weird, right? If you're like 14 and your parents are- Right. Like I would be mortified, but yeah. at the same time, like that's all we ever wanted. Like me and my sister, when we were little, we'd just be like, oh my God, it'd be so cool if like mom and dad got back together and like how cool if that this helps someone make that happen. No doubt. And I'm just, you know, maybe a little teaser, but it's happening mm -hmm. right now. If you're, if you're looking into watching, tune in because- there and is love brewing with a rekindled relationship. You know what else this makes me think of? People watching. And so if they're watching couples on TV be able to come back together and work, like they may not even have to go on this show to have that happen. It may make them be like, maybe I should, like maybe we could book a counseling session or let's go to therapy or like maybe we need to revisit this. Yeah, you're acting like people watching USA Reality TV is going to make a really wise decision about counseling. Well, okay, or calling them, <laughs> yeah, like, or it makes them think like, like, oh, like we it. fought over something silly I like, like that. And I do that. Me yeah. and JoJo sit and watch reality TV and we're like, oh yeah. Yeah, but do you ever go, we should really get with a therapist after you're watching. <laughs> I say that, but in a, I mean, listen. Well, I mean, it might, I'm just saying it might rekindle other I people. Like, it. like it's positive attitude. And they don't have to go on the show. Amen. I think most of the time yeah. we sit there and go, yeah, we're not that bad. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I watch it to go like, oh, I'll never do that. Or I'd be so much better at that than them. <laughs> like that's the while we watch reality TV. Totally. Um, so, a, a, so by the way, everybody, it's Wednesdays at 9 Central on USA Network. Um, streams on Peacock. The episode from last night is up today. Let me ask about this because you went to Costa Rica and I just want to compare because I'm about to be really irritated. 
I did a show for USA. We went to Costa Rica. We lived there for six weeks, and it was in the middle of COVID. We lived in a terrible hotel. We had to live with all the crew. It was awful. It was Mike D went. We did the radio show from there every day. Awful. Please tell me your experience was awful. Yes. Okay, good. All right, we're good. We'll move all on. Right. Yeah. I was about to get real was, upset. Yeah, we're, we were excited too, but it was still COVID. It was 2021, yeah. late 21. So we, we were locked in the hotel and we weren't in the hotel. We were at the kind of like house across from the cast house mm-hmm. where we kind of had the setup and we couldn't so really do much. So it wasn't super fun because- it was. You, it you was. Were kind, you, you were kind of miserable. A little bit. Thank you. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel good that he was also kind of miserable. Uh, but but also because we were so confined, Doctor Jada, the relationship coach on the show, we got so we got our therapy. We like we get every single day. If she decided to send me a bill for that, I probably couldn't afford so it. So you guys utilized her because she was there too. Yeah, we're That's just awesome. in the green room awesome. talking, and we're like, hey, we're about to get married, you know? Like, uh, and Jojo would be like, hey, so Jordan, he um, he's not a good communicator. <laughs> What? <laughs> Costa Rica is awesome, though. It the is. People are so nice, and I haven't spent a lot of time in South America. And we flew down, and there were people on the streets with machine guns. And it scared me at first because I thought, "What's going to happen here?" I realized, first of all, they don't have a military in Costa Rica. They're a friendly country, no military, but they're just trying to stop cars coming through running drugs. They're not trying to stop us. Mm. They're trying. If people, I remember are, seeing the trucks like in the back yeah. of the pickups and the guys, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, "What's about to happen here?" <laughs> but it was really because people were driving from you know Panama going up through Costa Rica and they were just trying to catch, stop those cars that were running drugs, hmm. which the people were so nice. I just remember my, we stayed at a, what, what hotel? Hilton Garden Inn by the airport. Oh, wow. Not really what you want to do in yeah. Costa Rica because it's not the experience <laughs> that you really are told about. What's their saying? Like, oh, Pura bueno? Vida. Pura oh, Vida. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. As, a, as a really white guy from Arkansas <laughs> says, Pura Vida. <laughs> yes. Pura Vida. You guys watch uh, the Big D, which by the way, when they tell you that's the name of the show, you giggled a little bit, right? I did. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. That, well, I, I honestly had not heard of it yet. And when you sat down, Bobby's like, so you're hosting the Big D. And I was like, I didn't know what's before. Well, <laughs> I was the, like, what show is The best this? was, if I can have a 10 second story, the best was we did an Instagram live kind of promoting the show a few weeks ago. And you know when someone pops up in your thread and they want to join? And so a name pops up, Dr. Jada wants to join. We're like, hey, we're talking about the show. Yeah, let's bring her in. Brought her in and it was a naked dude that had hijacked our Instagram live and was dancing everything right in front of the camera. So great built-in marketing for the <laughs> so big D. So was the big D or the little D jumping in? <laughs> it was, the marketing was on point. Was it the little? Oh, the wow. big D was. It was the big D. Oh, yep. yeah. Okay. USA probably set that up. <laughs> and we learned a lot about our relationship because I froze and Jojo's like, oh, oh, wait, how do I get this off? How do I get this off? <laughs> so people that are on a live when it gets, you know, flashed like mm-hmm. that, I guess, what do you call it? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyone watching just, they all see, like, so if yes. there's like, kids on there yes. or that is and we found out crazy. this person is like a serial does this and so like he makes fake names and then, somehow don't know how he does it or did he create a fake I, account that's almost like dr jada i think that's what he does and we're just in the moment see it all you mm-hmm. see is like the name like oh yeah bring her in it said dr jada <laughs> definitely parentheses definitely not that a guy's wiener and he's like jada. all right i'm clicking yeah. that one um so you have like the greatest job because you get to do shows like this but you also get to work for ESPN yeah. and you get to, I, I was watching, I watch all of them and I was watching you fly in once and I guess you guys had a sponsorship with wheels up. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, and now flying in, were you really on the plane they were filming or are they just filming that? No, yeah, they're the, like, here's Jordan flying in on wheel, and they're showing the plane land. Sometimes not, but you're talking about at Arkansas, right? Probably. Yeah. So in Arkansas, the tightest turnaround I've ever had, cause we finished our show at noon. I had a three 45, three 30 kick something in Arkansas. I landed at like two forty seven, and where you land is I can see the stadium. Right. So that one, they actually were filming the plane. Cause they were like, is he going to make it? Like I had to like 
quick change in the plane and go straight to the stadium, straight to the field, and we kicked. How is that going into a game with all the knowledge you need to have about that week's game versus all the knowledge you needed to have while you were playing a game? Very similar. Uh, not quite, right? It was a lot more pressure when you're getting hit. But I will say the thing I like about calling games on TV is that, to me, I kind of get a little bit of that rush again because I'm prepping for all this stuff and I don't know what's going to happen. So I kind of get to re react as things happen. There's an anticipation for me, but I appreciate that I don't wake up on Sunday with, you know, in pain and uh, getting hit every day when I make a mistake. So I make a lot of mistakes on TV and people just hit me on Twitter and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, have you had any <laughs> clips go viral oh, where you have said something dumb? Yes. Because I have a 10 million, but I wonder, do you and do they still live? And what's, your, what's the one you're most embarrassed about? Yeah, one is still making the rounds from last year. So we did a South Carolina game in Columbia. And they had, at the same time, they had the state fair right there, literally almost outside the stadium. And so kind of the whole show or the whole game, our, uh, our truck is kind of doing cutaways of the carnivals and the food and everything. And they're doing like a pan of these giant corn dogs. And <laughs> kind of in a, uh, I thought I was being funny, but I don't think it landed that. I was like, oh, talk to me, dirty corn dog. <laughs> in that voice, too. <laughs> What were you thinking? Kind of not remembering I'm on ESPN. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So that one lives forever. But also we ended up running food up to the booth. And on our little peep cam in the uh, in the booth, I have just a giant foot long corn dog. And let me tell you, there's no graceful way to go at that first bite. Yeah, it's tough. Anything I've learned So that too, lives on the internet forever as well. If you open your mouth real wide for anything that's a bit phallic, they can, it, they can Photoshop anything in. I did. So yeah. now they mesh together the right. talk to me dirty corn dog yeah. and then that shot. And yeah, there you tough. go. That, that'll live forever. People don't forget. What's the preparation like before you do a game? What are you actually learning other than the players' names? Um, well, so I'm just a, a junkie for football. I love it. So in talking to coaches – they don't give you much, right? They, they give you a little bit. So I like to just watch games. And I kind of understand the concepts that maybe a team will want to run, what they're good at. And then I understand the defense as well. So in my mind, I'm trying to prepare like a coach. Arkansas is good at this. What is this defense going to run to stop that? And then so in the game, I kind of want to show that to fans. Like, here's what this defense is going to have to do to stop KJ Jefferson on this play, this type of play. Whether they're doing it or not, I'm going to tee that up and then let the game kind of take over. So I treat it like I'm a coach because I that's what I'm used to. I'm used to prepping like that. So it is a lot of you got to make sure you know everybody's name because someone's mom and dad are watching. And if they get a catch, you know, they want to make sure you say their name and have a little something about them. So that's part of it. But also, I like my job on TV. I hope I teach a little bit of football. I don't want to talk like a like a Ph.D., but I want to teach a little bit of football so people that are watching kind of go, oh, that's why they did that, or oh, that's what that's called. When you're quarterback at a Division One school like Vanderbilt in the SEC and you're just walking around campus, is life awesome? Because I just got to imagine. Well. It'd be, I mean, when you are the quarterback and you look like you do and – it was. Just, I would just imagine life's like the greatest. Well, you've been in Nashville for a while, right? I have, but so still, Andy's not hasn't been great. So but, I will say, other schools may have been cooler. It was still. I mean, yeah, you we we did well when I was at Vandy, so it was fun. But I will say, it's academics and sports. At least it was back then. So, um, so yeah, but it, it's not like Alabama walking around as a quarterback, you know, Bama bangs and all. When you went to Vandy, so you went to junior college before yeah. Vandy. When you were deciding on where to go, did you have other offers? Like yeah, Division I did. One offer? Why did you pick Vanderbilt? 
So I picked Vandy because they were really bad. And I was like, I want to go to a bad team in the SEC. <laughs> um, no, you know, I was, I had aspirations of wanting to play in the NFL. And I was like, where can I go that I can show that I can play at that level? Like I, I had other offers to go play in other conferences. And I was like, I want to go play against the best. Because even if we're a bad team, but I show that like I can play against SEC defenses, I can have some success. Then I think that'll give me the best opportunity to play at the next level. So and then Nashville, I visited, and Nashville wasn't bad. So I was like, this will be fun. I lived at home in junior college. I was ready to get out. I Where did you almost go? Uh, so Washington was on the table late. Um, and then as smaller schools like Western Kentucky was on the table, and there was a couple others, um, Mac schools that were there that had good opportunities. I will say Vandy wasn't the best opportunity because they had a starting quarterback. Um, but I was like, yeah, we'll see. But if, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you have like didn't you have a winning record at Vandy? When you were here? Yeah, you're we won nine, like games right. for, nine games for the first time in 97 years at Vandy when we were there. So it was, uh, it was fun. It was, we got a chance to do That's something that I'm saying. that had like never He's also done. winning. He's the quarterback. <laughs> he, they're winning. You just like have it. So why in the world, and I say this as somebody who's done it as well, so I ask you this in the most uh, complimentary way. Why would you go on The Bachelorette? It's a great question. Because you, your life is just going in a great, it looks like it's all happening for you. Why would you do that? I, it was the most, I'm very spontaneous. It was honestly the most spur of the moment decision I've ever made. Um, and I, ne- I wasn't someone that watched the show. I'd never watched. I knew what it was, obviously, because I dated people. That, oh, hey, the Bachelorette's on. Cool. Um, but I literally got a call from a producer. Oh, here's a, this is actually a, a good story. They start filming like in the middle of March. End of February, I get a call from my agent, my sports agent, because I was doing radio at the time. Hadn't been doing TV yet. She's like, hey, Fox is doing a dating show. They kind of want an ex-athlete. Would you be interested? I'm like, maybe I'm single. Give me some information. A couple weeks later or a week later, my agent calls. Yeah, they went with someone else. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. A producer on that show was married to a producer on The Bachelorette. So they passed my name along. I got a call from a guy named Bennett, who's one of the executive producers on The Bachelor. And he's like, hey, have you ever heard of the show? Yeah. He's like, well, are you single? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I got a pretty cool girl. Um, You could come and it could be fun for a couple weeks. And at the worst, you get to travel a little bit and have fun. I'm like, all right sounds fun. Like I'll do it. So I didn't go through any of the casting, the, they fly 55 guys out in January, cut it down to 25. I was a part of no of that. None of that. I said a week before we started filming, sure, I'll show up. And then you get there and there are all these other dudes. Cause you, I mean, even if you don't know the show, you then learn the show kind of, totally kind of quick. Yeah. Cause I'd, I'd never, when I did dancing with the stars, I never watched the show except for like little clips, but then I tried to st- even study it. Right. Yeah. So, but you get there and do you strategize? And also, are they intimidated by you? Because, again, you were just freaking starting quarterback at Vanderbilt. I would have been intimidated. I will say, it, the intimidating part is you walk into the mansion night one, right? And I was actually one of the last limos. Even though on the show I'm the first one to step out, I was in the last limo. So everybody was already there when I showed up. I was one of the very last ones. You walk in, you look around, you go, it's a bunch of good-looking dudes. You know what I mean? And um, so the so strategy- I feel in this room every day with all you guys. Yeah. That's how I feel every day. Yeah, thank go you, ahead. I think, I think the strategy I started to, I wasn't like strategizing, but I started to notice that everyone was like panicking for time and attention. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the one that kind of just sits back and just waits. And I found that if I waited, especially in these big group environments for the last opportunity to talk to her, I got the most time. Because it was kind of, they weren't trying to make sure everyone had time. So I would kind of just sit around and wait. But also Jojo got pissed because she's like, I don't, this guy doesn't even like me. Like he doesn't even want to spend time with me. He doesn't even care. He's not, he's not, you know, coming to find me and just like, Hey, I'll wait. I'll sit and wait my turn. But it actually ended up working pretty well. So I'd say that was kind of the strategy that I had is just like, don't be over eager. Cause I think it come to, came off like kind of bad. 
What's been cool about your career is I don't even think about you as being a bachelorette person. I mean, and everybody you kind of assigned to something, but you've been able to do so many things successfully. It's like some of these artists that come in that, that have blown up on TikTok, but then they've really launched a career outside of that to show yeah. that they are real. Like, I don't really think you as the bachelorette. Dude. I appreciate that. You're in the minority. Really? Well, yeah. I guess I, I mean, I guess I watch a lot of sports, so I guess I just yeah. see. But most people know you as that. I think so. Still, yeah. That's how. I'm big, big yeah. D guy. I'm big, that's, big D. I'm, there's, that's I'm like, there's I Jordan for the big D when I see him. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No, but I mean, I don't think it's bad. Oh, I, I, don't I just, need it. I don't know that you're. But you seem to have like some that we we know. Of. It's like they don't. They're holding on tight to it. You know, like they right. need it. Like they're like, oh, this is like my last like claim to fame, even though they were on it years ago and they right. haven't really done much. Else, so but I don't know. I see you so you're as like he's the only one with talent ever on the show. I agree. No, I'm not saying <laughs> no. that at oh, all. Oh, I, I think say. there's yeah, yeah. women and men that have been a yeah. part of it that have like they're clearly talented outside of just trying to get on there. And you didn't even have to fill out an application. Like you didn't even they sought you out. What percentage? They did of the STD test on you though? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You're he's like everything. I didn't even do the STD <laughs> test. <Everything. laughs> and I'm kind of okay. like, wait, actually, I, maybe I should watch this show. What am I doing? What, what, what am I signing up for? Well, what percentage of the guys there? Like, I'm thinking if I'm a guy that filled out an application, like really wanted to be there, and I find out this guy comes in last minute. And but I don't just, think you talk about applications. Yeah, I don't think they knew that. Yeah. How many pages you fill in your application, John? <laughs> uh, it's three. What about you? None. I don't think that conversation happens. I know it probably doesn't. Did they find out now that you were brought in last minute by? Well, obviously the story's out there, but you know what I mean? Like that. Would be yeah, I don't know, big guys. I don't know, we'd care. Oh, well, I would think they would be favoring you because they're like, Oh, we so got I, this guy. I just always think how crazy that is, right? I mean, she's it's my wife now, yeah, right? I mean, that's it's it's weird. Like, every now and then we'll just be sitting and go watching a show. We're like, We like that we mm. met doing something like this. Like, cool. how dumb is that? Can you <laughs> like, see when people come up to you? I can and I can always tell if it's somebody who listens to the radio show or watched American Idol or dance. This is an age yes. and demographic. For whom, can you tell when they're coming up what they know you from? One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's mostly it's interesting because the 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 guy. It's it's interesting to watch the like the thirty forty year old man that his wife like is not with him, but he's like, oh, hey, uh, hey uh, my, my my can I get a picture for my wife? And it's really funny. But there's a definitely a demographic like in when I'm traveling for football, it's still about ninety percent of people that are like. I saw you on The Bachelor. That's crazy. It's still that. Yeah. Well, and they're like, oh, well, you know, I see you on football too, but you know, I, I like, I know you from The Bachelor. I'm like, that's awesome. What's been the key? Because you guys were both public. You still are both public, but what's been the key to having a successful relationship and then marriage when everything is public and what to keep private? Like, what have you guys prioritized? That's the hard. That was the hardest part. I mean, we were we were very open that our first year was bad. Like, we just you know, you come off a show and what people don't realize about that show is you are never not on camera. Like you don't get any conversations that aren't like on camera. So you have to make sure you're authentic. But I think we never had to go through adversity on a reality show. We never had to get back to real life and have a bad day and then figure out how to have like a conversation after that. So our first year, we just didn't know how to communicate. So we would be in an argument and we're speaking different languages and it would just escalate, escalate, escalate. And then we'd just be like, well, okay, let's move on. Forget about that. And, and try to go look like we're happy because you're under a spotlight where everyone's expecting you to be happy all the time and have this amazing relationship. So there was a lot of pressure to go like, Hey, we're working through a lot of stuff, but we need to like, like look happy. Right. Cause like we, we don't want to let people down. Like there was a weird pressure about that. So I think we got to a point about a year in where we're like, F this, like, we either got to do this because we want to be together and not that we were staying together because of anything, but it's just like, we got to actually work at this. Like, it's not just going to be brushing stuff under the rug. We got to lean in, work at this relationship or I love you. You love me. It's just not going to work. 
And so we kind of chose the first path and said, okay, this is, it's going to take work. It's going to take a realization that um, we're not perfect and that we have a lot of issues that we just need to like address head on instead of going, Hey, we're happy. Hey, photo op. Cool. Um, so that was kind of how we, we did it. We were like, Hey, we're going to be more open about the fact that it's not easy and it's not all rainbows and butterflies after a reality show. It's actually very hard. You're in a spotlight. You're not prepared for it. So I think just the, the realization internally, then also just not being afraid to say that was big. Hard for me. And I, my wife is a very private person, but it was hard for us to, I've been married two years, never been married before, never been engaged. So you, it's, it's, it is work. I never understood when people said it is work to be married. For me, it's work to remember to put someone at least equal, if not more than myself. Like it's to, yeah. cause I've been so, and I'll just use the word selfish. Cause I've just been a self, I've been the son in the solar system, my own solar system. Right. It is such a shift to not be it anymore. It's worth it, but sometimes it is work for me to have to have that understanding of your life is different. We don't have kids yet. Yeah. You guys, you guys, no. and, and I imagine that happens again once kids come out, but it's been hard, but in the best way, in the yeah. same way, like you, see, you can't see them now with a big sweatshirt on, but I have huge biceps, right? Then those, those curls, <laughs> you know, they were hard to do, but those muscles got big, but I never really understood the work part of it until I actually got married. And I can imagine when you're both coming off of something so public there is that pressure to not show that it's hard. No doubt. And because when you write, when you come off the show, we're not that cool anymore. Like people come up when we're traveling and say hi, but like there's paparazzi and stuff that first like year, like outside of our house. And so like, if I was taking the trash out and I looked like, you know, like, like that, <laughs> like there'd be an article if we're in the grocery store, walking out of the grocery store. It was just, it was crazy. That's crazy. So we, we felt like we were putting out a facade that wasn't an accurate representation of the struggles we were still going through. Where do you guys live? What town? What city? Uh, we actually live in Puerto Rico right now. So we live in Dorado Beach. Really? That's yeah. why we relate to Arkansas, bro. That's a long way. He didn't know how far. <laughs> yeah. He missed his flight. He missed his connector. <laughs> so you live in, how yeah. does that work? Uh, it's great. We, we were in Dallas and in the middle of COVID, kind of a lot of our friend group had moved away and I traveled during football. She has family down in Puerto Rico. So I was like, let's just go rent a place month to month at worst. You're near family. We'll have to travel a ton. And it's a little, we can be outdoors. Our more. families where again? In, in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Two, oh, both of our brothers lived down that there. That makes sense. Yeah. And so we moved down there and we loved it. And we're like, hey, until we have some kids and we want to settle down, like this is going to be a good spot, but we'll end up here in Nashville at some point. Um, we have some land here. So we'd like to build a house here eventually and, uh, and, and kind of put our roots here. That's pretty cool. I was just thinking, uh, like I, when we moved, I wanted to live somewhat closest to the airport because I travel so much but you travel to a lot of these southeastern Not towns. easy to get to. <laughs> yeah. And like he's, he's going to Columbia, South Carolina from Puerto Rico. Yeah. There are no Southwest boys. <laughs> nope. I don't know if you're familiar with how that works. So, it may, it, you know, it makes it makes the travel during football season a little bit longer. But again, I'd like, I can't complain. Like football season is five months and the rest of the year we do a lot of other projects, but it's not as travel intensive and we're together 24-7 most of the time. We do a lot of work together, so... Remove my bias, so don't answer this question for me. Who Uh-oh. is your favorite head coach, SEC, to hang out with? Not best coach, not. but like if you were going to go to dinner and they were like, hey, pick any coach, you guys just go hang out for an hour, who would it be? Ooh, uh, it would probably be, uh, rest in peace, peace, Mike Leach. Like Mike was one of the best to be around, like just because it was, you never knew where the conversation was going to go. Um, but I'd probably say Beamer's pretty fun. Shane Beamer, South Carolina is pretty fun. Just he's quirky and he's he's got a great personality. Lane's pretty fun as well. I think Lane. You got to you got to peel back the layers of Lane, though. You know what I mean. You got to get him comfortable, and then he then he starts to open up a little bit. What is Nick Saban like in person? Nick's great in person, but he's just like 
there's there's like a there's an aura around him. Like there's a it's he's the goat. So he's great in person, but he is very he's business. He's got his cup of coffee, wants to answer talk football, and then you're good. Well, I will say, okay, Sam. Sam is one of my favorite coaches as well. Just to Sam Pittman at Arkansas. Yeah, Sam Pittman. Just to <laughs> he's the he would be the best to go get a beer with. No doubt, actually. Now that I think about it, totally. Sam's a man. A lot of money, a lot of pressure to be a head coach, in the in, especially in the SEC. Which of these coaches are who is the most hands on mm. as far as they're in these meetings, offensively or defensively? And who's a CEO, the best CEO? Like, give me the, because Mac Brown was an excellent CEO right. type of Texas. Like, he knew how to run that program. Last time, Texas has been really good. Yeah. And so, but he was very much that CEO type guy. Give me both of those. Like, who's great at CEOing and, and who's great at being hands-on and really getting, uh, like, granular with the team? I think Brian Kelly's a really, really good CEO. I mean, he's done it for a really long time. At LSU. Yeah, at LSU. Um, and he's hired good staff around him. So he is definitely a guy that you just sit and you realize he has the 30,000-foot view for everything in his program. And he, he's willing to get down in the nitty-gritty when he needs to, but he is the guy that that tells the ship which direction they're going and makes sure it's going in that direction at every level. So he's a definitely a CEO type. Um, as far as a more X's and O's guy. And maybe it's somebody who even calls plays still offense. You yeah. know, like it's an offensive guy who still calls plays. Yeah, Josh Heupel is a guy that um, he is – becoming more of a CEO because I think he's realizing what that takes at Tennessee, but he's still a, like, he just wants to talk offensive ball. And um, so he's a fun one to sit down with because you know he lives and breathes offense and he just loves it. And that's all he wants to to do. And if he could just call plays, he'd probably just call plays. Just so happens he's a great head coach and he's got other responsibilities. My wife's a massive Oklahoma fan. Her family is, and they get to come over to the SEC next year, which I'm very excited about yeah. because that just means we get to play the same teams and get to play each other occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Heupel was yeah, her favorite player growing up. She loved Josh Heupel. And Josh Heupel got fired at Oklahoma as the offensive coordinator under yep. Stoops. And Josh Heupel is now at Tennessee after being at UCF. But he's at Tennessee and Oklahoma is now going to be in the SEC. That is interesting because if you are a player and you have your allegiance and you played and you won at Oklahoma and you coached, but then you got fired, how does he feel? This is just you your opinion. How, how, how does he feel about playing those guys? Does he want to kick the crap out of them? Or is, is it like, man, this is awesome. I get to go back into Norman, back to the people that made me. I think it's both. I think you're able to kind of separate, right? Because as a coach, when you've been at so many different programs, you've played and your allegiance is initially to where you play, I believe. And it probably still is deep down for a guy like Josh Heupel. I think you end up wanting to dominate and win in those games. And, and because really you're not coaching and playing as much for the logo and the university as you are for the guys. So as a head coach, like you end up having so much invested in these kids, right? These 18, 19 year olds that like, that's really why you want to go beat your alma mater. Not because it's your alma mater and there's bad, bad blood. I think you still have like a deep allegiance to it, but you end up just doing it for the guys that you spend 99% of your day with. Cause those coaches spend more time with those players than they do their family. Coaching's tough. Like you have zero hours. You ever want to do day. that? Part of me, yes, but I've also been so close to it now that I'm realized that it would take the perfect scenario. Um, if I live back here in Nashville and there's an opportunity to go coach quarterbacks at Vandy, like that is something where Clark if I Lee? live there, yeah, oh, I've already told Clark. Clark. Lee? Oh, I already yeah. told Clark. Cause, hey, in a couple okay. of years, just you know, <laughs> I'll be here and yeah. I, I may be ready to, to step onto that side. Um, I did have an offer a couple of years ago um, as a position coach, but I just I like what I do on TV now and I like the 
the flexibility. It allows me to do other things. At some point, yes, that could be something I'd like to do. God, you have such a great job. Like, I'm jealous of your job. Do you get paychecks every week or only five months during football season? Every week. Nah, he's got a yeah. salary too, boys. Wow. Eat it up. <laughs> well, that's kinda, I mean, when you, when you play in the NFL, and I was only a practice squad guy, so I wasn't making big money, but you realize like, oh, wow, these paychecks are awesome, and then they stop in December, and you're like, wait, wait, I get zero until August? Wait a minute. Being on a practice squad in the NFL, are you basically learning what every team you're playing that week's yeah. quarterback is doing, and you have to mimic that? Yeah. So I was in Tampa in 2013. Uh, a guy I work with now, Dan Orlovsky, was a, a, a quarterback there as well, and Mike Glennon. And it was my job, because Dan's a big, tall, unathletic guy. I'm a shorter, athletic guy. So when we played like Russell Wilson, I was Russell Wilson. We played Cam Newton that year when he was in uh, North Carolina, or sorry, uh, with the Panthers. I don't look like Cam Newton, but I could run around a little bit. So yeah, you kind of just mimic whoever, whatever quarterback you're playing. Um, but that year we were injured at receiver, so I ended up playing receiver for our scout team, running routes against Darrell Revis. I was like, wow, yeah, I'm not as athletic as I thought I was. So Darrell Revis was locking you down in practice? Yeah, it was legit. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I caught that's, one that's ball That's an awesome on story. Did anybody get it? I'd be like, hey, take a picture of me. Yeah. Lined up. I mean, do you have a picture of Darrell Reeves? Unfortunately, no. Man, I was like the- kind of too scared of that boy. I'm just like, I'm just a scout team quarterback. <laughs> Wait, how tall yeah. are you? I'm just under 6'2". I'm like 6'1". Oh. Yeah. Because he, he said he was considered like, what, I don't know if you said little or small. Shorter, yeah. Shorter. For a quarterback, totally. <laughs> that's a big D. Relax. Yeah. yeah hey, hey, big hey, man. <laughs> no, I just didn't know because I mean, yeah, some of these athletes you just see them on TV. Yeah. So I can't, and you hear like in real life they look tall or big or huge, and like you seem tall, but you're saying you're small. Yeah. Cat, the cat in the hat. I am <laughs> Sam. I am. Yeah. Yes. In in that same vein, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised at uh, just Ryan Gosling is a normal sized guy. You know, actors you never know. Hmm. And stood next to him the other day. I was like, wow. Did the people other day? say you look like him? No. Just now, I just see it. Does anybody else see it? Not really. No. Oh, no, we're, no. Our eyes are kind of close together. So that's <laughs> were you similar. at the Barbie premiere or yeah. something? Were you really? Yeah, and he's just a good looking dude. Did you watch yeah. it, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, we watched it. And? It was good. It was fun. You know what I liked about it is that it was kind of self deprecating in a way, just because it was, they, 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 like made the fun of themselves. That, yeah, they could, they're, they're Barbies. So yeah, it was fun. All right, final, final few questions here. Question number one Who wins the SEC East and why is it going to be South Carolina? Oh, it's not going to be South oh, Carolina. Okay. <laughs> it could be. I actually, I think that that week three, I think it is game against Georgia is going to be interesting. Um, do love South Carolina. It's going to be Georgia. They're just too good. Even like, even Tennessee. You go Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina. Yes, just because I think I think Georgia is going to lose one. Um, I think. I mean, I don't know. It could, Tennessee has every opportunity, but I'm going to go with Georgia sitting here right now. And over in the West, it's probably still going to be Alabama. Again, I got or LSU. LSU. Uh, mm. Really? Yeah. Alabama's, that quick. He turns a program around that quick. Alabama is good. They're deep at every position. They don't have the superstars on offense that they're used to having, and their quarterback position is going to take a step back. They're going to be fine. They're going to be good. But I think LSU is has everybody back, especially on offense. So I think they're going to get the West. Has Saban lost his edge? No. Has other pe- are other people's edges just sharper then? Yeah, just Kirby I, Smart, sharper edge. I mean, what we're mad at Saban because he's only won a, like a national championship every other year, essentially. Uh, you know, averaging over the last six or seven years. Um, no, I just think NIL is changing things, right? It's easier to now pay kids and, and get them there as opposed to just going, "Hey, we're Alabama." Um, so that's evening things out a little bit. Are there rules against you participating in? NIL, let's say you wanted to uh, have a kid at Vanderbilt or any school. Yeah. And you'd be like, hey, I want you to promote my show, The Big D. Could you pay them? Or I rules? believe so. Yeah, I think I could. Because I do I, I do a lot of NIL with yeah, Arkansas kids. Totally. But I'm also not working in 
sports or ESPN. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's probably like a gray area. Like maybe it's frowned upon, but. Bobby, 25 whistles. Yeah, but that's a podcast <laughs> and it's sponsored by, <laughs> and it's sponsored by DraftKings and they're just kind of like, do your thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's not ESPN because if he's calling the game. I got it. Yeah. And there's, he's got a player on the Georgia defensive line. Yeah, that that's true. That like sense. I said, I don't think it's illegal for me, but yeah. I think they'd probably say, hmm, maybe not. Yeah, I stay away from stuff where I'm like, I don't think it's illegal, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's on that line. Okay, so The Big D airs Wednesday as it aired last night, but you can watch it on Peacock today. Uh, Jordan Rogers. Oh, and you're here for SEC Media Days. Yeah. So what do you do? You just talk to everybody just, get as much... Yeah, a bunch of radio opportunities. Coaches and players are here, so we have a set over there. We'll interview some of them and just talk football like we know what's going to happen in a month or two when we don't do you want here's the option when last time we had a guest here um because you were kind enough to you uber up here yeah mm. now lunchbox can drive you back to your hotel <laughs> yeah he, i could he, he drove he richard, goes, i could he drove richard <laughs> marks back to his hotel wait in what car though in my, have... but in my car okay, okay. Oh. Oh, yeah that's right which oh, is, he picked him up and dropped him off right <laughs> and so the problem, the thing is, I got to take some stuff back. You ever been, what's that place called where you buy like salt shakers and stuff? Huh? It's like way expensive. I William no Sonoma. Salt shaker. Oh, yeah. great. Love William Went to William Sonoma? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I walked out of there. I didn't know the salt shaker costs a hundred bucks. I got a salt shaker and there's a hundred bucks that I take back today. <laughs> so if you do take them, you got to put that in the back seat. Oh, I got to take it to William Sonoma? No, you don't take it back. I'm oh. taking it back today. <laughs> the best is like, come William on Sonoma in the winter when they get the, the peppermint bark. chocolate bark and mm. then they have like the apple cider taster spots. I've never even been in there. I can't believe this stuff was that expensive. Oh, you should go in. It's nice. I did go in. I bought a salt shaker for $100. Oh, okay. (laughs) When you enjoy that, that is a definite like marker in your life. It goes, oh yeah, I made it to that point where I love going in Williams-Sonoma. There is no salt shaker that should cost $100. What does it do? Shake salt. Wait, does it it crack? Is it the automatic one when you like flip it and it it comes out? There's like a motor in it. Yes, love it. I don't need that. Well, wait. I mean, it's not cool. I'm taking it back. Let us us see it. it. Maybe we'll buy it. Hey, maybe I'll give it to him as a gift. I'll give you 60 bucks. (laughs) That's his that's his Derek Jeter goodbye. Yeah, Yeah, like a salt shaker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh Jordan Rogers, you guys follow Jordan on Instagram, J Rogers11. Uh killing on ESPN SEC Network and also the big D. Jordan, thank you for your time, man. Appreciate it. There he is. Jordan Rogers, everybody. Here's the voicemail we got last night. I have a question. You guys had a mailbag about tattoos and someone needing to remove or cover a tattoo. I think Amy should live up to the bet from years ago where she goes to get Bobby tattooed somewhere on her body. If she's going to give advice, please let me know what you think. Hope this makes the air. Thank you. It did make the air. And she promised she would get my face tattooed on her body if if I went to Haiti. And And I did go to Haiti. Yeah. (laughs) And my body, my face is nowhere tattooed on her body. Right, right, right. She was tricked. No, you weren't tricked at all. Tricked. The, How are you tricked? The bet bit. was if I no not a little bit. The bet was if I went to Haiti because that's where kids were in the orphanage mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. She said if you go, I'll get your face tattooed. Yeah. I went when she didn't know I was going. I snuck and went because I wanted to meet them before they came here. And I was like, Hey, I went to Haiti and saw your kids, and we did all this at the orphanage. But did you? So you did go? Yeah. Ask me mm-hmm. questions now. Yep, I sure did. Okay. Yeah. So is that a trick? If she's, I mean, how is it a trick? If you went, there's no trick. The trick about the tattoo, and then yeah, I come into work on Monday, and it's like, oh hey, it was your weekend? Blah, blah, blah. And Bobby's like, oh, I popped down to Haiti to meet your kids without you. I'm like, what the? Well, he went. He said <laughs> he was in Haiti. Yeah, I get it. You didn't say anything about hey, hey if you go Granger. without me. <laughs> I thought that meant exactly. like if she's you never going to do it. She's not living up to her bed. We planned a hey, trip. And we all would go together. You never said that. You said if I went. What, uh, what, what is this? She doesn't want a tattoo of you on her? Yeah, that that's it. That's the problem? It, that's exactly it. Wow, okay. Rude. <laughs> yeah, trust me. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Caitlin doesn't want it either. She how, has a B on her. This but how me. awkward if I'm like with Caitlin, I'm like, hey, I got your husband tattooed on my arm. <laughs> she would give you props. From the bottom of your foot. No. Okay, that's it.
thank you for reminding us that Amy's a welcher. <laughs> Wait, what? Yep. I follow some... through on things. Is, is welcher even something you can say anymore? <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know. I man. never know because sometimes they're like, because you can't, you can't, gypsy is now a thing. You can't say you were gypped. Right. Because right. it's making fun of gypsies. Who are they? Gypsy. I, I always thought they were like fortune tellers, <laughs> but it's not. Okay, all right. But I've said, I don't say that anymore. Oh. Because I've learned you okay. can't, that's a, that's a, oh. that's a bad thing to say. Okay. What about welching, Mike? Can I say that? Are you making fun of a welch person? I don't know. Welch is grapefruit juice. May get really offended. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. This woman, Angelina, she was first in the news earlier this year because she was shot uh, while waiting outside. And it was like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I thought it was. She was shot four times, like outside waiting for a lift. Like in, oh, like literally outside waiting for a car to pick her up. Yeah, in Kansas wow. City, Missouri. So Dang. anyway, she's going viral now because she's talking about the tragic story, but she was wearing skims. The night the Kim Kardashian of, brand? yes, and and they were so tight on her body that after she was shot, it kept her from bleeding out. Skims are bulletproof. Well, they're not wow. bulletproof, but yeah, it was but skims. It, she, oh, it, it, it was like so a tourniquet, wow, in a way. And so she's crediting Skims for saving her life. If I'm Skims, I'm paying her a pretty penny. I'm sending her on an interview tour with Kim Kardashian. That's a great story. Oh, yeah. Not because it makes me want to buy skims, but just talking about skims. That I mean, that's just, it's just out there. Like, it's hard to have a news story about your product that's good. And there you go. If you get shot. Oh, yeah. And you, market, save your and life. you market like the top 10 most crime riddled cities and you send her on a tour, tour there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chicago, Baltimore. Detroit. Yeah. yeah. And she goes and she's like, <laughs> is it a, a skims pop up? She said she. Give skims to all the cops. <laughs> no. You know, under their bulletproof vests. She not only recommends these bodysuits, but she's buying more. She wants to wear one every single day. She says, call it fate, call it Jesus, but I'm going to call it Kim. People start robbing <laughs> okay. store, banks and skims, full skims. Okay, uh, good story. I like it. Uh, people in Hong Kong are being encouraged to stare at smokers disapprovingly when they what? see them smoking, especially in smoke-free areas, obviously. But there's a professor there that's saying, hey, look, all you got to do is make people feel uncomfortable. If everybody would just collectively turn, look, and stare, he's like, no one's going to light up and take a puff and it'll decrease smoking. In places where you shouldn't smoke. I'm okay with that. I don't think we should stare at people if they're smoking yeah. in places that it's okay to smoke. Right. What other things would we stare at, though? If we could stare and change it. Probably people that... Uh, listen to their computer or phones without their headphones plugged Ooh, in. Ooh, that's good. Uh, public places. That's really good. I'd stare them down every yeah. every second. Uh, somebody that says they gave more than 100%, like 110%, when they just say stuff like that, because I can't, I'll just stare at them. Stare at them? They'd be like, why are you staring at me? And I'm like, you know. You know what you, you did. You know what you did. <laughs> that's an, an annoying one. That doesn't bother me Oh, at all. come on. I know. Bluetooth in a public place. Like, if you're standing like in a, at a restaurant or in line somewhere and someone has the earpiece in, they start talking. Talking to themselves. And you're like, well, excuse me, like, I'm not talking to you. And it's like, that is tough when you think they're talking to it's you. It's like, but the earpiece thing, does that even happen anymore? Or does that oh, mean in like 98? No, our boss does that still. Yeah, yeah, still I don't AirPod. see a lot of people with ear. Yeah, but I, I guess it used to be where it would like be in the ear and you wouldn't know. But you now somebody wearing AirPods, you can see it almost. Not in mm. my hair because sometimes I feel yeah, like I'm true. talking to myself. Okay, so okay, so Bluetooth. Anybody else have one of those? Uh, pick a nose. Stare oh. at them? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Talking with I your mouth they, full. Yeah, okay. We're, we're moving on. We're running out. All right, what else you got? <laughs> so Jelly Roll was talking about his nickname. He's told us before. He's talked about how he would eat a Jelly Roll every Sunday after church. So his mom gave him that nickname. But nicknames are very common in his neighborhood. 
because I'm from a neighborhood where everybody had a nickname and none of them were ever good. You know what I'm saying? I got a friend named Tingling. I got one named Dubug. We're in a we're we are a motley crew to say the least, man. <laughs> I got a friend named Predator. I got a friend named they, they get wor- they get worse as it goes. Do you know yeah. Jelly Roll's real name? Ooh, I don't know, but I imagine some like Hector, or something. Clarence. Right, it's like a name like that. Come yeah, on, like Wilbur, <laughs> Jason DeFord. Oh yeah, do you know what I did know that? And I did. That's not a bad name. Mm-mm. That's actually pretty normal. Jelly Roll's pretty cool though. Jay, yeah, yeah. It was just weird when it first happened because I have to explain to people when I would say, "And here's a song from Jelly Roll," because mm-hmm. somebody's name on mm-hmm. is Jelly Roll. Well, but yeah, now it's normal. I prefer that over tingling. <laughs> I don't know tingling. Not so bad. <laughs> All right, that it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Nick Wilson is a milkman in Rhode Island. He delivers milk house to house, and he's on his route, and he's about to deliver some milk, and all of a sudden he hears (laughs) crackling of fire. And he looks, and he's like, man, that house is on fire. But what's he hear? And he's like, oh, I recognize that dog. I see that dog dozens and dozens of times. Obviously, no one's home. What am I going to do? That dog is scared. He goes around the back door. There's a sliding glass door. He's like, oh, it's locked. It's like, what do I do? He breaks the sliding glass door and gets the dog out. That's correct. You got to commit to break a glass door. Yeah, you got to. Even if it's on fire, I'll be like, I don't know. Is this fire on purpose? (laughs) Do they... To break it, good for oh, yeah. him because it worked out. Yeah, and he got the dog out, and then the fire department came and put out the uh, fire. And good news is, they did not charge him for the sliding glass door. And good news, they're still milkmen. Who knew? Wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. what I always because you know they always make the joke. Oh, is that your real dad or are you the milkman? Yep. Who's always? Who, who's always making that joke? I've heard it. I've like, heard it. But always you. everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> in high school, one of my teachers asked my mom if it was the same dad or the milkman. What? You look just like both your parents. Uh, it's just because my brother and sister are a year and two years older than me, and we had the same teacher, and we were totally different, so they thought I had a different dad. No, you look just like your parents. <laughs> like I'm just telling you. I mean, exactly. And your brother. But yeah. me, I guess Everything about you guys is exactly. Yeah. Like you're the same. I, I'm just telling you what the teacher asked my parents. Yeah, we get it. Is that um, a milkman? I like that there's a milkman. <laughs> Maybe he means they acted different. Like, were they real studious? No. Yeah, they were real quiet and studious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. what I mean. And so the teacher on yeah, back to school night. I don't care anymore. It's been way too much time on this. All right. But Nick Wilson. Wilson's his Nick name. Wilson's his name. He was honored with the uh, Fire Chief's Special Recognition Award. I don't know what that means. So your teacher said what again? He said, <laughs> same dad or milkman? <laughs> Golly, can you say that to a kid? I don't know. He <laughs> said that to my mom. Back in the good old days, you could until everything got all woke. You know what I mean? <laughs> good old days. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. Get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 